Hey, this is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Woo! Keep listening. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that knows sometimes silence is golden my name is greg d and i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're talking a brand new film from bloomhouse productions we're talking 2016's hush but before we go any further let me remind you we are part of the ever-expanding boom howdy podcast network boom howdy and you can find all of our past episodes over at BoomHowdy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud apps. Hit subscribe. And when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your hush hole. And don't forget, guys, you can follow all of our Nightmare shenanigans on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And you can now follow us on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. Mm-hmm. So please follow us. We do a lot of fun things. Yeah, here. we do. So you don't know what's happening until you have a program, until you have the Twitter. It's And you know, I was so against going on social media until yeah. I started the podcast. Then I realized, oh, yeah, they're kind you of gotta essential. You got to kind of cut. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the horror world. And before we get into our mm-hmm. review, I definitely wanted to talk about a few things. Right. And some huge things. Some big things. That really developed within the past couple of weeks. But... Um, it's safe to say that, in terms of kind of your opinion, my opinion, we are huge, huge fans of the Halloween franchise. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, just yeah. in terms of the original. Part the, three. Part three. <laughs> right. Even four and five. Love four, five, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. Saw six in the theater not too long ago at a Dismember the Alamo. Mm. You know, so I love the franchise. The Cult of Thorns. The, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> when it definitely right. starts it's getting veering a little bit different. A little way. Uh, but one of the, the news that came <laughs> out, and it kind of blew everyone away, is that Blumhouse Productions, mm-hmm. they're making another Halloween film. Yeah. And not just another Halloween film, but they brought a little, little someone who knows a little bit about Halloween with them. And this is huge. Yeah. yeah. JC himself, mm-hmm. John Carpenter, has been signed to be an executive producer and possibly to score the film. I'm going to make a movie, guys. You guys mm-hmm. got me out of my NBA 2000. Yeah. Right hey, so, like, am I going to go pay in, like, video games and weed? Or, like, what are you going to just, like, give me some cash? A lot of cigarettes, you yeah, know. It's fine. It's in the, so, so, first question is. Does this make you excited for what they're doing? Yes. Okay. I mean, it, it, John Carpenter with Halloween, it, it's it's perfect. It's like 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 chocolate on ice cream, right? You know, because yeah. he really was only involved with the first three for the mm-hmm. most part in terms of you know writing, producing, and so yeah. forth. From four on, and I gotta say, those were the best three. They really you know, are, they, right? <laughs> right. It's uh, one and two. Like two is much more. I don't think it gets enough like appreciation no, as a I, good sequel. I love two. I love two. Two yeah. is. I think two was like my favorite one before i saw that because i saw the i saw i think i ever saw the two first mm-hmm. yeah the, a little bit of the reverse engineering yeah. which happens a lot yeah no and i i'm a big fan of it part three is great um obviously from four on that's when john kind of left the series yeah. you guys want to go do something else and thank god he did because right. you know we got some great jc movies oh yeah but Ultimately, we got like diminishing returns with the Halloween sequels yeah. to the point where you know, Hall- <sighs> trick or treat, motherfucker. Yeah. Right or wrong uh, with Buster Rhymes, I know his heart was in the right place. I'm sure, yeah. but ultimately that kind of hurts. And then the Rob Zombie remake, the uh, sequel with that. Uh, Obviously, we've talked about that before. Uh, so, 
I, I will I admit when uh, we actually just screened Sleepaway Camp mm-hmm. over a Tapcade over on Nerds and Nostalgia. Check that out; it's a great live episode. Yeah. But that night we came home, we're riding the high, great screening, great podcast, and I got that news, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> right? Like this is kind of amazing. This is big shit. This man. is huge. Yeah. And so I was initially also like very excited, mm-hmm. but then I just I don't know what it was, but I just kind of got this gnawing feeling about oh, I'm not really sure. If this is a good or bad thing, right? So my first question to you is: Do we need another Halloween movie? I would say yes. Okay, I, one because I love the Halloween movies, and I think like taking it back to more of its original, make it scary type thing. You know, minimalistic scary as opposed to like Rob Zombie's schlock chop fest. Right, right, yeah. and that's the one thing um, that. Because they've talked about it was uh, Jason Blum, Blum from Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. They're basically saying this is what we want to do with it. Number one, yeah. it's going to be a low budget film. Yeah. So it's not going to be one of those Hollywood, Hollywood remakes, a la you know the right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. where they throw a lot of money into it. So it's going to, and so that's basically kind of retaining its roots. This is indie cred. Yes, because yeah. Halloween was one of the most successful independent <laughs> films ever. Most definitely, man. And, and so still I, to this day, to this day, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm glad they're kind of going back to the roots on that. And then uh, Rob Gal- uh, Rob Galuzzo from Blumhouse actually wrote a really interesting article basically saying these are the things I want mm-hmm. in my new Halloween and a lot of them like yeah you need yeah. that and so like to me you need you mentioned it before let's make Michael let's make the shape yeah. scary again exactly that's what we need the 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 boogeyman. Yes. You know, we don't need like a big hulking monster. We need something that's going to terrify us. And we actually are looking around the corner, something to personify our fears. Yeah. I rewatched Halloween and I actually tweeted a few of the pictures out, but I was like, you know, when you just get elements where the shape is in the background, mm-hmm. he's existing, but kind of barely. Right. That is terrifying. To oh me. yeah. And there are so many instances in the first one, then the second one. And a lot of that also it's Dean Cundy in yeah. terms of his lighting. He is, you know, instrumental <laughs> to the films, <laughs> the master of shadows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So if we can get that back, I think that'll go a long way. But make him menacing again. Uh, And not just a big hulking monster. We don't need... We have Jason Voorhees. Right. You know, we don't need... Jason too. Nick Castle as the original shape. He mm-hmm. was just he was tall, slender, almost not necessarily menacing, yeah. but had the presence, mm-hmm. and that's what was scary. Yeah, because when he becomes the hulking monster, yeah. you know, at the end of that Halloween remake when he's just trashing the house, I was like, this is flip your house with Michael Myers. Right. Like this lost all of just how scary it was. <laughs> yeah, because he's not necessarily a hulking bruiser. No, you know, it took him a while to get through that little closet in Halloween. Yeah. But the best part of that scene is when you see Jamie Lee Curtis ramp the tension when she is trying to slink as far away as possible. Uh-huh. Oh my god! And then he just just stands yes. up and then ding ding. Oh Jesus! Ding ding. I I put out on Facebook. Uh, it was it was this audience reaction, audio reaction from a 1979 screening of Halloween. Yeah. With that scene, yeah. <laughs> people lost their shit with good cause too, because it's still a terrifying scene to this fucking day, man. It still gives me the creeps talking know, about. It. Right? Like, I've got the goosebumps going on right now. So Ooh, can, the vapors, the Halloween vapors, the, the shapers. Yeah. Oh no, bravo, mm-hmm. sir, bravo. So if they can recreate some of that, this the atmosphere making him menacing again. And another thing I think they should go for is minimal gore. Yeah. I mean, build the tension. Yes. Where we don't need the gore, you yeah. know? And that's one thing with zombie where it was just like, there was almost no tension at all. And it was all like, let's make it as brutal and gory as possible. We don't need that with Halloween. No. And that's why I always thought he was just kind of a wrong person for a Halloween yeah. remake. Just in terms of the overall aesthetic, mm-hmm. um, you don't need a hulking bruiser and a lot of gore. You right. need them. The, it's minimalist. Most definitely. Much like the score. Right. Minimal. I think that's why Michael Myers sets himself apart from, well, at least when talking about Michael Myers, I'm only referring to the most part for the first two, mm-hmm. where he sets himself from the Freddies, from 
the Jasons, from the Chuckies, from mm-hmm. the Leatherfaces. You know, he's in the pantheon. Oh, absolutely. For due cause. I mean, for because he is scary. He's around the corner. You don't know what he is, and he he's the boogeyman. That's what I loved about Halloween in the first place. Yeah. He was the boogeyman. I shot him six times. Yeah. <laughs> Another question then. Mm-hmm. Donald Pleasance is Dr. Loomis, almost as iconic as the shape himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we incorporate a Loomis again? If we're going to the remake, we need to have some sort of Loomis. We need it, and we need an Ahab. An Ahab, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that being said, I'm kind of curious if they go old school casting. <laughs> Gary if, Busey. Okay. Hey, that Michael Myers, I'm telling you, he's a scary dude, I'm going to shoot him. I shot him six times with buckshot right up his ass, didn't even drop him. Piss on the Yankees, piss on the Fed, piss on the Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> he could bring the crazy, <laughs> right. that he is could. for sure. <laughs> or perhaps it's little Jake Busey that gets the casting right. call and old dad comes in. and just... I wouldn't even mind seeing fucking Christopher Walken as Loomis, right? just like a very cold calculating Loomis. Well, do they bring in a big name for that? I would think so. I mean, I think if you're going to have either a big name or like a super talented actor. Someone that can bring the gravitas. Because right. Donald Pleasance was, in fact, when I was rewatching it, it's, he's like the first yeah, person he's, credited. he's the big name in that one. Yeah. And then you, you surround him with relatively unknown people. Mm-hmm. And you hope for the best for the most part in terms right. of their chemistry and yeah. how everything works. Um, yeah. And I'd also like no supernatural elements in it. No. I don't need. The Cult of Thorns. I do not need that. I right. don't need Michael Myers as an avatar. You know, I just want him to be the shape. Yeah. That's just running on pure f- will. And randomness as well. Right. I don't need, you know, the whole sister connection. Because even yeah. Carpenter himself said that was a mistake. Yeah. I think he said he was like drunk and just decided to throw that in. Uh huh. And it stuck. I mean, throughout the series where it becomes like this, the family. Yeah. yeah. Where it, it, what I think worked about the, the first one is it was random. Yeah. He just she happened upon the house. He was right there. And mm-hmm. it was boom. I'm going to fixate on you. Yeah. And that's what's kind of scary with the randomness of the shape of the boogeyman. Right. You know, well, I wouldn't even mind like even the sister trope. I mean, it, not that it's not the best trope, but right. I mean, it's like, OK, I understand why it's there. It has a little bit more meat to the story. Mm-hmm. It's not 100 percent necessary, but it's not 100 percent just there for show. I don't need it necessarily. Well, yeah. And it kind of drives the entire thing. Right. For the most part. Right. Because you don't think you don't realize it until part two that they're brother and sister. Right. 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 And that's why I think the first one kind of still stands on its yeah, own. Just a babysitter caught in the wrong place at the wrong time on the wrong murders. night. Yeah. Right. All right. Again, the randomness of that. So I'm. I'm I hope they can do good with this because it sounds like their hearts are in the right place. Yes, definitely. Obviously we've got this like revitalization of John Carpenter now. (laughs) Yeah. Where his influence has spread upon the new generation of horror. And the fact that the old man now, and I, and I say that in the most endearing way, but he's touring like a rock star (laughs) and we're going to go get to see him. I know. I'm so excited. We're going to go see fucking the master of horror himself. (laughs) Hey everybody. How's it going? You know, (laughs) if someone who is, if anybody who listens to our show knows John Carpenter, say, Hey, these dudes are coming here. That'd be awesome here. Just want to give out a shout out to the nerds and nostalgia nightmare junkhead guys. Spotlight, you know, and just like, ah, I'd, I'd probably explode, <laughs> right? Like, just faint, boom. like like faint, like the fucking Beatles audience when they first. Ah. I'm gonna be throwing panties at <laughs> them and everything. They're not even yours. They're just random. Pa- Excuse me, can I borrow those? Uh, thank you. Give <laughs> me those. Ah, there you go, JC. Mm, these aren't even mine. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting, though, that he's getting this like second win, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm really glad to see he was attached to yeah. the film. Yeah. But I, again, I think he was attached to the Fog remake, but that went through the Hollywood studios. Yeah. It was slick. They had all the up-and-coming teenage sort of, stars. Yeah, it had the guy from Super... Or no, Tom uh, Welling. Yeah, from yeah. Smallville. Some, had the big, super big name. Oh, right. let's, get, let's make something for the teeny boppers. You know, it's like... 
So I think, again, Blumhouse, I think their heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. I think they're going the right direction. Let's just hope it stays the yeah. right direction because it can be the second coming. It could be a pile of shit. And that's what I'm hoping that if it does, you know, if it does what it needs to be, this could be the the, the cinema revitalization mm-hmm. of John Carpenter. Yeah. Because I'd really like to see him with just one more good one. Right. One more that you can just add to the Carpenter canon. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the last few things he's done, the ward obviously... Not so good. <laughs> but even like when Wes Craven, before he died, he had those like Wes Craven presents. presents. And some of them were pretty good. Some of them were pieces of shit. But... That's Wes Craven though. Right. You know, you're yeah. going to get lesser Craven than you're going to get the Craven. The, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, the Craven Raven. So... And so I'm, I'm anxious for this. Mm-hmm. I love Halloween. I just don't want the. I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah. I'm hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. And that's, that's all you can do. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, right. just in terms of just an overall philosophy to have to kind of have that kind of dread. Yeah. But it's because but we've been burned by so many, like especially, ooh, this movie is the scariest movie you'll ever see, and blah 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 blah. And you're like, not so much Christmas time. You know, you're just like, oh man. So that being said, mm-hmm. in terms of potential directors, mm-hmm. and obviously we've got some favorites. Um, mm-hmm. JC himself isn't going to direct. No. Executive Bruce possibly score, which is yeah. again. That's going to be fantastic. Even if he, like, over the shoulder, like, hey, you should do this shot, like this. You know, like, okay, sure. Well, ultimately, yeah. though, that's what an EP can do, though. Mm-hmm. They can have direct influence yeah. on it. But that makes me wonder, then, who is he going to filter it through? What director? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to throw this out to you. Who would you like to see direct this new Halloween? Adam Wingard. <laughs> Adam Wingard. Without a doubt. First name popped in my head. Adam Wingard could do it. Because we're a huge fan of your next, but the yeah. guest. The guest, what sold me. Is. Yeah. That's all. I mean, in. It's a Halloween it almost movie. it's a Halloween movie with guns, right? Basically, yeah, and talking and talking. Yeah, um, who did uh, it follows? Uh, David Robert Mitchell, I believe, is his name. I wouldn't mind seeing him as well yeah. because, good lord, he has a <laughs> he, hard on for yeah, Carpenter. He, he's already Carpenter light, so you know why not? But the, the, what's interesting though is, do they bring someone that has that kind of sensibilities like a Carpenter? Like, because I do love me some Adam Wingard, mm-hmm. uh, but I was even thinking someone like uh, Jennifer Kent that did the Babadook. Yeah. I thought would be an interesting choice, like a psychological Michael Myers. Because yeah, because. That's the one thing that I know your main complaint was with the Babadook. There wasn't enough of a monster. It was more psychological. That's the thing with Michael Myers is the tension. Yeah. The, 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 the just She did ramp- build tension good. Very much so, yeah. without making it necessarily a monster. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is important with, again, making Michael Myers work on the periphery of things. Yeah. He doesn't have to be that, that central, iconic slasher. He, right. To me, he works best when he's, Jesus Christ, in the, the, the original Halloween when Annie is doing the laundry. And there's that panning shot when he's there. And just then not then there. there. Yeah. Again, he just works on the periphery. I want to see that happen. I think Jennifer Kent could do that really mm-hmm. well. Um, another one that I thought would be interesting was uh, Karen Kasuma, who did The Invitation. I have not yet seen that. I think when you see that one, in terms of, and again, I with the Halloween, Halloween itself is a kind of a slow burn. Is, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they really kind of amp up everything until at the very end you get to the, the final, final act. Then it's just, god damn. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Kind of the same thing that she did with the invitation. It was a nice slow burn, but there was a feeling of dread and menace mm-hmm. kind of layered throughout. And it wasn't obvious. Yeah. And so I think she could actually bring those, that, that kind of a sensibility where you bring the dread and the menace. What about James Wan? James Wan would be interesting because he he's, he's very atmospheric. I don't know though if, given his career course right now, yeah. if they would, I think he'd be too expensive almost. Probably, although he'd probably be one that would be like, like screw money. I'll do it, yeah, because yeah. he's a fan. And yeah. that's the other the other thing as well is, do we want to bring in 
the Adam Wingard fanboy. You know, Joe Lynch, for example, you know, right. because and I'm not using that as no, slam, but yes, you know. no, no, no. But if, if you're a fan of horror, you're a fan. Fuck, Rob Zombie was a fan. He's a, and he, that he, man knows his shit. Right. No one will argue with that, but sometimes right. those. It just doesn't, just because you know horror doesn't mean you can make horror, you know? We're huge fans. I like to think we're somewhat knowledgeable, but mm-hmm. man, I. I, I couldn't I, do it. No, I don't want, I would never yeah. want to be a director, writer. I appreciate, appreciate it. <laughs> I can it, come up with a good story. Right, right. But when they actually, like, you know, storyboard now, I have to, like, have dolls. Like, this guy goes, and then ding, 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 you know just i'm over there on a little synthesizer <laughs> dun yeah dun 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 dun, dun, dun. so ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> i'm not knocking it I'm no, just no, no 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 we're not you're not using fanboy is right yeah, it's not a derogative term not but at all. it's not it's, at all but i think like adam like adam wingard and uh the guest guy mm-hmm. I, I once again i can't remember his name you never you just fucking told me oh no it's adam um, wingard Oh, um, not, I mean, it follows. Oh, 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 yeah, David Robert. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're steeped in yes, Carpenter, they are. and they can they can pull it off. And I think with Adam Wingard, he uh, can make different types of movies, but yet keep it kind of like that whole. There's psychological elements. Mm-hmm. There's horror elements. There's a lot of different elements. I think he would be perfect for this. I movie. think he'd have a good balance on it. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So the way reason I mentioned that, and we're kind of <laughs> building into this, is one of the other um, directors that was. It was actually kind of the first one they talked about uh, is Mike Flanagan, mm-hmm. who put out Oculus not too long ago, which it got a lot of. If you could see my face right now, I know it's theater of the mind, but I just got like that, like a pursed lip Didn't to like the that side. One? Didn't care for it. Okay. Didn't care for it all. Well, in a roundabout way, we're going to be talking about his movie Hush in a segment we haven't done in a while, yeah. but it's called the Netflix Nasties, yep. where we take a look at a film that is currently streaming on Netflix to give you guys an opportunity to screen it and mm-hmm. kind of join the conversation with us. But yeah, no, um, 2016's Hush, uh, directed by Mike Flanagan, written by Mike Flanagan and Katie Siegel. It tells the story of Maddie, played by Katie Siegel, a deaf-mute writer struggling to complete her second novel. A stranger shows up, terrorizes her, shit happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it out here. Genius, what did you think of Hush? Meh. Meh. That is possibly the worst reaction yeah. you can get is yeah. a meh reaction. Meh. So it didn't necessarily work enough for you mm-hmm. to enjoy it, but it didn't necessarily work enough for you to like hate it. Right? right. Yeah. I mean, there was el- there was good elements, but it was almost too much too late. And there was some things at the beginning where I'm like, "That's bullshit." You know, I, I was like, I think we were watching it, and then something. I and okay. So here's the thing. So once again, you've heard the podcast. Yeah, course, this yeah. is spoiler, 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 spoilers. So she's deep, right? And so. She has her phone on vibrate, of course. She has it on the other side of the fucking house. It goes off. She's like, oh, my phone's going off. She goes off and picks it up. Somebody gets killed banging the shit out of the windows right fucking next to her. No response. Maybe vibrationless windows, you know, I don't know. Well, what's interesting is you're not necessarily the person that will get caught up in certain things like that, especially if the story is gripping you. Right. Where then you can discount that. But my main problem is it brought nothing new to the table. It didn't bring it. It wasn't anything. The, well, the, the kind of the, well, it's kind of gimmicky because a lot of it is without dialogue. Right. Because of the fact she is a deaf mute. Right. Um, so, the, I mean, I think that's because this movie got hyped a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I a mean, lot. I even heard the hype. I don't once again, I don't run. I don't follow into the hype. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, it's supposed to be pretty good. So mm-hmm. we'll see, you know, because I've been burned too many times, especially right. with horror. Right. You know, and so I was I went in sort of blind, you know, I knew we got good stuff. But at the same time. 
you know, and then I was also, I heard that the, he was wanting to do the Halloween, so I kind of even went a little bit critical mm-hmm. than looking at it, but looking at the same, at the, at, like, can this guy pull it right. off? And I would say, if he does, it's going to be mediocre at best. He, there was, there was nothing new. Once again, like I said, there was nothing new. I mean, but at the very end, I mean, the last, maybe the last act of it, I started to enjoy it a little bit better. When she starts thinking out the different scenarios mm-hmm. and what happens. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I think that's cool. If they would have done more, then and even like maybe showed a little bit of that at the beginning or something or rather. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I mean, they kind of set the precedent when she was talking about how her, she's the, got the voices multiple endings, and, yeah, yeah, you know, things right. like that. But at the same time, then to finally show it at the very, very end instead of maybe thinking about it and she did too many dumb things. And not that I'm like, not that I'm like, you stupid bitch to get out of the basement, you know, but at the same time, if somebody's coming at you and they're coming up a ladder and you have a crossbow and you have an arrow and even if you don't know how to load it, you can still stab somebody with an arrow. You, she had the time. I was kind of anticipating her to do that when that moment hit and she yeah. did. Now I will say this when you're truly terrified, when you're scared, you know, you lose the. As, as right. Egon would say, you lose the capacity for any rational thought. Right. Because I'll admit it, I've been terrified a few times. And as documented on this show before, <laughs> I left my friends just to die, basically. <laughs> fucking, I left Chris and Regina to die. And that was like fucking two months ago. So, so yeah, so no. It's, I, it's, it's always kind of tough to critique that, but that was one of the things that did stick out to me. Um, but it's for me. And the same thing when, okay, well, another one, when, another prime example. She had the crossbow loaded, ready to go. Guy was at the window. She was at point fucking blank range. She should have shot the goddamn. Mm-hmm thing and in it quickly mm, that made me angry that made me angry i was like Ugh. and see and that's i think if they had developed the character where you were a little bit more concerned with her again i don't think you you personally right. would then focus on things like this because there's certain things that you'll let slide yeah. if you're invested in the right. story and i really didn't give i mean not that i say i give two shits about her but at the same time I don't, you just you didn't I, I didn't not that i didn't connect i mean because like i can connect with different characters like fucking even different aliens different species different sexes i can connect with them at some of point. course of course i couldn't and i didn't feel like she was i felt that she was in trouble but i felt she did a lot of stupid things and then the guy the boyfriend how oh, do yeah. you not ask to see some identification here he saw and he's like i just got i i just got on duty and i'm like then why aren't you in your uniform there was questions that she could have asked and i was like there's too many big gaping plot, plot holes, holes. And like once again, it all comes down. There was nothing new that he brought to this with enough emphasis, enough punch, you know. Yeah. And I didn't like Oculus, and so now he's two for two in my meh. And your in your med book. Yeah. Oh, the med book is no good, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, and it's for me. Whenever I hear Hush, I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You fan. think of like the silence, absolutely yeah. the gentleman. Yeah, yeah. When they come in, and that also that feel, that episode is very famous for you know not including dialogue for like mm-hmm. the last half. And but so that I was, was good. You right? know what I'm saying? That was good. Well, and that's what kind of intrigued me. This whole premise that well, this is going to have to be very much a visual storyteller then, mm-hmm. because if you're not getting any exposition via dialogue or anything, you know, moving the plot along like that, it's got to be striking. And I will say the sound design at the very beginning when she's just going about her day-to-day routine mm-hmm. I initially thought they'd probably have it like just all silent so we have her perspective but they don't they actually kind of heighten it for the most part that alarm which oh Jesus Christ that 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 was like the that was the biggest scare to me in the movie was when the alarm went off and that was and that's Chekhov's alarm because it right. does come back in the end of course yeah um, but no it's um, 
the sound design definitely is amped up for certain scenes, and I think it's a great contrast with what she's going through because mm-hmm. she's technically the audience surrogate. We're yeah. seeing everything through her. Um, so I liked that, but I don't think they did enough with it throughout the film because yeah. it really just started at the beginning, and then I think it was just to set up the premise right. and kind of set the world up, and then we just d- go away from it. Yeah, it's like, this is how it happens, it's, and then Deus is mocking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's... <laughs> It's basically, in essence, it's a home invasion story right. with kind of a slasher. Mm-hmm. So if, in many ways, if this was his audition for Halloween, he's got all the elements there just in terms of this this chaotic force trying to invade your normal you know, area, uh-huh. and you go from there. But yeah, I was a, I was a little underwhelmed by it. And yeah. the, what really frustrated me was I wasn't scared. No. And I was... I'm one of those people, I look to be scared when I go to a movie. Me too. That's I, half the fun of horror. I'm not one of those cynical, like, this isn't going to be scary. I'm like, no, I want to be scared. Uh, yeah. And so I was looking for Or at least creeped out. Creeped out, yeah. A sense yeah. of menace, at right. least. Right. Lo- we love that. Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to be one of those people that are going, like, looking to not be scared. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to find at least some point. And there were elements of it that I thought were kind of creepy. Like, when she starts getting, like, her the text messages of shots of her right from just like right behind and they could have meant more of that they could have done that you th- they didn't really build up the tension enough in fact he he's unmasked so quickly very quickly one the mask was stupid that was a I didn't stupid like the mask, mask. Yeah. stupid stupid mask and he showed himself too much and he looked fucking goofy the first time you see it the first time you saw me it was all slacked on like <laughs> kind of looked a little clean to see i'm gonna kill me some people for dinner <laughs> and i'm like you fuck if you're gonna make a backwoods hillbilly, make it a backwoods hillbilly. You know what I'm saying? Don't, because I mean I love backwoods hillbilly killers. Yeah. You know, don't make it some like I don't know. And I know I think he was just going for the the randomness of just an everyday looking guy. Yeah, but it didn't work. Yeah, he wasn't menacing. The no. only time I felt like oh he oh no he's gonna menace is when he was about to kill the cat. Then I was like okay now he's kind of menacing and creepy. But then like I don't know I just super underwhelming very meh. Yeah. yeah, and I definitely with the man on that. Um, the other thing that I think would have benefited this because this is uh, this basically it's an on-demand film, mm-hmm. so you're not seeing it in the theater. I think in the appropriate setting with a packed house, a darkened theater, I think it would work a little bit better. Just because I think this is one of those films that if you got the good crowd, it can be a little bit more contagious in terms of the fear. Yeah. But when it was just you and I, and again, we've got a decent you know little yeah, that's a great here. setup. It's but it's just it's not the same. But at the same time. I could, I would even occasionally will watch your body language if I'm just like, yeah, is genius into this or not? I, I was cross arms the yeah. whole time. Yeah. I mean, I think after after the whole telephone thing, it's like not like I didn't like me like a, okay, you know, I'm done. But at right. the same time, I'm like plot hole, you know, big one. I don't know if I can jump over this. And, and there's even in times where I was like, okay, this better like, and I I, I don't want to say that this better get better or I'm out, or, uh, not invested. Yeah. But I it, and it, there was a point where. I was at that point. I'm like, this better get better. Because I know I actually physically responded to a couple things, and you were just still like, eh. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. Like, and that was me just trying to give myself to the film as much as I could. Right. You're giving it the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, hey, I'm open. What you got for me? Almost to the point where I felt like I was working harder than the film. Yeah. Because I really wanted. Again, I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to enjoy it too. Because I love me some scary movies. And I will say this though: the the gore is good. It's practical. Yeah. Like they did not. That's one of the things I can appreciate. When she bashed her head in into the rock. Oh man. When some of the some of the stabbing, some of the kill. I mean, there was good effects good gore but it wasn't enough and and like well you know i'm not a gore hound not necessarily a gore hound yeah but if i see some gore i'm gonna want it to look good mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna want it to be effective gore mm-hmm. especially practical yeah you know i mean 
I get people at haunted houses, local haunted houses, make really good practical effects. There's no excuse when you're making a movie to not have good practical stab wounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another thing that was like, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. So. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Um, the uh, a few things that I did like. Um, <laughs> there was something. No, there was some parts that I liked. I oh mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm I'm just, not, we're not shitting on this movie. Well, no, no, I you am, are. But, no, yeah, that's I a, am. But I, and I'm again. I'm I'm more like you said, underwhelmed. But some of the things that I really liked was the fact that at one point you realize, given that her with her disadvantage in terms mm-hmm. of the, the deafness, like how is she going to then reverse the fortunes on the car? Yeah. Because for the longest time, and he, what's really interesting is the fact that her neighbor is killed. 10 right minutes the into the film yeah. and he's revealed and I was like holy shit there's still another you know an hour and 10 minutes here mm-hmm. that we've got to fill like yeah. how are we going to do that so it does become a little bit more cat and mouse I would have liked more cat and mouse but more suspenseful cat and mouse yeah. and I would have liked when she finally did flip the switch and was like okay I'm not going to go out without a fight mm-hmm. It was like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, again, maybe it was just, maybe it was, the, I didn't think it was necessarily had pacing issues, but it was kind of a long 80 minute movie, which it was 80 minutes. It's only 80. It's like an 84 minute film. Yeah. God damn. It felt like it's, two hours. It's so that's one of the issues. And I think there was, this might actually worked better as maybe of a short. Yes. Than a more full feature. Yes. Even a long short. It would have been, it would have worked better as like a Tales from the Crypt. Right. Yeah. A good 45 minutes. Yeah. You could have cut a lot of the fat, mm-hmm. amped up some of the stuff that worked. Because mm-hmm. uh, even like when she ultimately, of course, she, you know, ultimately takes him out, she takes him out with a corkscrew to the jugular. That was dope. That was pretty rad. That was dope. All I could think of though was fucking uh, Friday. I just heard like in uh, Crispin Glover's voice, you know, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? <laughs> That's all I could I, think of. It, because again, I wasn't yeah. necessarily in invested so i was make my mind was making the connections oh mm-hmm. true, friday 13th part four you know right which it's making the connections to better films unfortunately yeah which also made me go uh you know what what could we so we think obviously maybe if they would have minimized it and made it more just of a short film yeah it and worked then better amped up more of the tension more of the suspense mm-hmm. and then amped up more of like She's finally kicking ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? When, when she does kick, when the reversal kicks in, she does, because she kicks a lot of ass pretty well. She does. Blinds him with like the wasp spray. But not enough too late in the game. You she, know what I'm saying? Not enough for you. Right. Where it's for most people, that's the yeah moment. And you're uh-huh. like, oh, man. And I was like, about fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't even that. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that he wasn't that menacing because in that situation, if that was a real life, oh, yeah. I, I, it would be, I'd be scared I'd be, shitless. Yeah, I'd be scared shitless. But at the same time, it wasn't enough for a horror movie. And for not necessarily, and we're no by means jaded horror fans, right. but for invested horror fans. Right. And so I'm curious, though. I mean, and sites that I trust love this film. Hmm. Podcasts that I listen to a lot love this film. I mean, unabashedly. And that's hmm. when I was initially like, okay, cool. You know, I yeah. can't wait to talk about it and see it. And then I was like, oh, man, like, hmm. what's going on here? So I don't know if... Is it us? That's I just mean, it. Is it our particular sensibilities? Were we in a bad mood? Or, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I don't think I would see it again and then be like, oh, you know what? I didn't think about it this and way. And that's just you know? it. Would you try to rewatch it? No. 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 Yeah, right? Yeah. There's some movies where I'm like, fucking Ali, I even gave Rob Zombie's Halloween a second chance, right? And I was like, mm. staying with yeah, you. like eh, sticking with your guns, sticking with my guns. I mean, it was better the second time I saw it, but it wasn't like, oh boy, you know. And this movie, I don't think I want to see it again. Yeah, I, I was. It wasn't enough. I think throughout the entirety of the movie, I was also kind of watching it through a Halloween lens for the most part. And again, seeing what could he do with the Halloween film. I don't think much. It's. It, 
Do we want to see something new with the Halloween film? Do we want to see... Like, what do you mean? Like, do they have powers? No, but just like, um, <laughs> how do we make... Uh, do we? This is ultimately... Do, this is where I'm kind of not sure if we need another Halloween. You know what? Like, I think... And this is going to sound horrible, but I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. I don't necessarily want another Halloween. Yeah. We've got the original. We've got a good sequel. We've got mm-hmm. part three that's crazy. We've even got, you know, the, 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 the thorns. Yeah. Yeah. We've Daniel got Harris. we got all Absolutely. that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if we necessarily... I don't know if we can make the shape scary again. Yeah. As much as I was indifferent on Hush, I would rather see more movies come out that are newer, that are trying different things, even though this one yeah. technically... I think you tried something different, you know, just in terms of sensibilities, didn't necessarily but, hit with the concept. Yeah. But I, I would almost rather see more hushes versus a Halloween. And I know that sounds sacrilegious, but, but at the I'd, same time, you don't want to see another shit Halloween. Yes. It's right. just because then with every shit Halloween we get mm-hmm. again, diminishing returns, the further we get away from the original, the, the, it almost diminishes the original in many yeah. ways, uh, which uh, not for me. Would you rather but, see like a Gus Van Sant shot for shot? No, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just, I don't think we need another Halloween. Yeah. And as much as I think they're doing good things with this, as much as I think it could be possibly good, I would prefer to see other new horror films out there. If I would rather see another Halloween story as in like Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Like okay. another Halloween story. That would be cool. That's yeah. You know, and I'd like to think that Trick or Treat is kind of an extension of that. Right, right. And almost like The Guest. You know, mm-hmm. anything set in a Halloween. Right. That works for me. Yeah. You know, where it doesn't necessarily have to be the, you know, the central driving theme of it, but... Even if Michael Myers is a subplot. Yeah. You know, even if he's like one of the intertwining vignettes. Right. You know, oh, that'd some... That'd be interesting. That'd be really cool, you know, like, uh, somehow he wraps it up. Like, he, Well, you know, he road trips a lot, because when he goes from the sanitarium... Yeah, you know, he steals a car. He's, he's a very apt driver. You know, he could probably be driving, <laughs> he's bounded down, loaded up, and trucking. He's picking up lot lizards, killing them up in the, at the shell station. You know, just like... <laughs> Granted, I'd kill them if they made something like that, but, but just, it's doing something different. Right. And I don't know if we're necessarily going to get something different with the new Halloween. I wouldn't it's, even mind if Michael Myers was a force of punishment. Mm, oh. You know what like I'm saying? If vengeance, he, retribution, like wrath. A, right. Just like, a not a wrath demon per se, just but... the force of nature. Yeah. Like, he was... I don't know maybe I don't want to say like he was killed or something like that but maybe he was fucked with one too much and just snapped that's know? possible but then again you're also explaining his origins which yeah which is not not good not good not and that's, good that's the one thing I will say Rob Zombie did different and that's the one thing I do applaud him for is yeah. it made it an entirely different Halloween but because it is entirely different yeah I had a lot of negative reaction I didn't feedback. mean white trash zombie I just don't know if if this is going to be successful, even if it is a successful film, I think there's just so many, not naysayers, but people are, no one, you're never going to make the entire audience no. happy. No, you're not. And there's too many cards stacked up against it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, I am the most optimistic person. I do not hate, mm-hmm. but I'm just nervous about this because I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure. If they made it like maybe more of a home invasion. And that's, you know that's what I'm saying? What, and technically, you know, that's what he really What did, it was in the right? first place, yeah. Just, Before it just, you know. It's he, like a siege. Yeah. Which is very Carpenter, obviously. Right. And that's when I was watching Hush, is again, I was trying to imagine the killer as a Michael Myers, you know, Maddie as. And yeah. I will say this, Katie Seagal was great in the film. Yeah, no, he, she was a very I, good actress. Very much so. Uh, but like you said, when the killer presents himself and when he starts engaging in conversation with the other guy he, t- he talks about the boyfriend that he eventually takes out he was just like the re- and he i think his rationalization for why because i was like why didn't he just kill him immediately yeah like that's what you do as a killer but his whole thing was dude was bigger than me yeah. which i thought was kind of funny there was a little some, bit of levity but right i don't need levity from the killer no 
I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I need it from the catharsis moment with our heroine. Yeah. You know, I don't need it coming from the killer. I don't want to necessarily have him have that much personality or depth. You know, not in a home invasion. Movie. No, not at all. You know, and that's, if he was Freddy, that'd be a different story. That's you know, the scariest but, thing in the Strangers. Is why are you doing this? Because you were home. Exactly. Right. It's the it's, randomness it's of it. There. It's yeah, there. Just... And it, it did give him a little bit of backstory because it showed like all the little notches on his crossbow. Right. And But, you know, I just... He didn't work as a killer for no. me. You know? No. Was, now, if... If he was comedic from the get, and if it was more kind of like, not like a, I not like a scary movie, Wayne's Brother comedy, like, but if it was more like home invasion meets Shaun of the dead all right you Dr- know driller killer you know part two you know, yeah you know that kind of either way weird. over the top or very subtle funny right dark humor you it know just, yeah the balance isn't there it, it was, yeah no if, if you're if you're gonna have your villain funny make him funny sure you know don't be like oh look at me derp, derp, you know he was bigger than me so i stabbed him in the neck <laughs> had know? they gotten someone a little bit more imposing yeah for you do you think that would have worked with you a little bit more for the film maybe and I, she, when he was playing he was playing cat and mouse with her for the whole time and he wasn't even good cat and mouse the only really good cat and mouse is it, when like he had the pictures on the phone and right like, da, 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 da. when he was in the house right you know that would even be and that's the other thing too he could have kind of... gone in and every fucking time if you would have gone in and fucked with her through the whole thing yeah you know in the house like i'm in the bathroom watching you poop you know just something you know then just like tap 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 on the window tap 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 on and the i window. realize that that's part of his cat and mouse game because i think he says it like i can end this at any time i want yeah. which again very threatening and, but if they would have cut it you know if like you said it would have worked fantastic as a short mm-hmm. story like mm-hmm. a little short vignette type thing i think ultimately it's its own kind of enemy and that they tried to stretch it out as much as they could for yeah. a, for a, for a for motion a, picture release a long 88 minutes yeah i just I, but again i'm not necessarily you know blaming flanagan on that because i do think there's some talent there definitely in terms of vision but I'm a little nervous not, if this is the person that they not Halloween caliber, right? You know, hush caliber definitely. And I think this is technically it's only his second film, so you know, obviously he's still growing as a filmmaker. Yeah. But again, I saw this as the Halloween audition tape. Right. I and know. Give it to Wingard. Yeah. I give would it to Wingard. We'll definitely see how. Give that it to Joe Lynch. Fucking give it to Adam Green. Give uh, it to. Give it to Jennifer Kent. Let's yeah, let's you know, give our women filmmakers out there some some business because I fucking th- give it to Spielberg. Spielberg. Why not? Why not? I would love to see a Spielberg Halloween. Steven Spielberg's Halloween. Halloween, right? I would love that. Love it. Le- love it. Like Amblin Entertainment is like the Silver Shamrock logo, you know? That would be truly interesting uh. how that would work. Yeah. That's I'm uh, again, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, see how everything turns out. If he makes it I want to go see it. Yeah, and that's just it. We will definitely be going to see this yeah. one, without a doubt. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll get a three theatrical release. Again, they're keeping a low budget, you know, which ultimately I think is good. Keeps creative control within mm-hmm. there, but you know, there's but, yeah. Let's just say Bloomhouse hasn't had the best track record sometimes. Right. You know, again, hearts in the right place. Most definitely coming. They're they're fans, um, mm-hmm. so we have that to look forward to. We'll see how it turns out. I hope it's good. Yeah. I, ho- I hope. I hope we look back on this episode in a few years and laugh be about like, it. Like, wow, we were way off base, you know. Like, wow, this was Mad Max of Halloween. You know right? what I'm saying? This is <laughs> Michael Myers Fury Road. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I would love, I would love that. that I would, would love fantastic. to be shut down and just as especially. Boy, I'm wouldn't wrong. it be insane if John Carpenter did return to the director's chair? Yeah. And it was his basically his George Miller, you know, returning right? to form? Yeah, showing how the youngsters how he does it. I don't know. I know he's just happy, just getting. The, he's happy playing music right now, which I think is rad. Yeah, 
because and but again maybe this will revitalize them mm-hmm. and they can go you know what you know if, if we're gonna do this right let the master do it i'm gonna make them let's make a movie guys hey anybody can do a buck flowers impression i'm like hey i can i can i'm over here hey, you, there, could be the new, you could be the <laughs> new buck, buck flowers <laughs> man that would be kind of fantastic <laughs> so final thoughts on hush meh Meh. Meh. I enjoyed it, but not enough to rewatch it, unfortunately. Yeah. I it was I was glad I watched it, supported it. So know. it's like a meh with a nod, like meh. It's a great meh. meh. Yeah. Meh. Which is yeah. about as close as you can get to a negative review with right. me. Right. And I'm like, meh. meh. Yeah. Meh. So, but definitely check it out on uh, Netflix. Make your own Make your own on decisions. This. Once again, make your own decisions. We're just two dudes in a basement. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then just... hit us up on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Let us know what you think of Hush, because mm-hmm. I am curious to hear Me too. what you guys think Me on too. this one. If you think If you agree with us, let us know and tell yeah. us what you agree with. And if you want to rebuttal against us, please, please yeah. do. Because I'll rebuttal back. Yeah. But <laughs> all about engaging in the discussion. Right. There. Yeah. No, it's all it's all good discussion because horror fans, oh, yeah. we like what we like. Oh, and they're some of the smartest and most analytical people mm-hmm. I have ever seen. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. Again, all of our listeners are so much smarter than we are. <laughs> you know, the most smartest. <laughs> they're they're, they're smart, SMRP. <laughs> so until next week, guys, please check Hush out on Netflix. But mm-hmm. until then, guys, this is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Yeah.